welcome back to the Lover's Lane podcast. Today's episode is all about the big O's. That's right, I'm talking orgasm, oral, and outer course. It's only right now through Saturday, 70% off all of our Halloween. Grab your costume for next year now. Welcome back to the Lover's Lane podcast. My name is Haley and I am a romance specialist in our stores, an intimacy expert online, and the host of the Lover's Lane podcast, which is all about romance, love, and connecting and bonding with your partner. Today's episode is all about the three big O's. So I'm talking orgasm, of course, and oral, but what about outer course? I feel like that one gets kind of grazed over a little bit more as far as the other two go, but it's really important and it can be really fun for couples to play with. So before I dive into the meat of the podcast today, I would like to bring to everyone's attention the date. It is Monday, November 2nd, which means tomorrow is election day. And it's so, so important to make sure that you make your voice heard this election. It's one of the most important in history. So please, if you have not already voted by mail or absentee, tomorrow's the day to cast your vote. And in celebration of election day tomorrow as well, it's only one day and it's really awesome. We're doing half off of any one item. So bring your I Voted stickers into the store and pick out something and celebrate and kind of relieve some of the stress that's going on during election year because I know that I am stressed and I know that everyone is a little tense. So hopefully we can just do what needs to be done and move forward. Additionally, we have this really awesome thing going on. We have coupon books at Lover's Lane that we sell that has 20 coupons for the store and 40 coupons for you and a partner. So they're kind of like that sex game, you know, you do this on me, here's a coupon for a blowjob or whatever. But the ones for the store, they never expire. And there's a bunch of different savings in there just depending on what you buy. I mean, you're saving anywhere between 200 to $500 in product. They never expire. You can use them online and in store, but right now you get one of those coupon books for free if you buy the Lover's Lane three ounce lubricant or the foaming toy wash. So that's a cool little sale bringing us into November. I know you're going to want those discounts because it is Christmas time very soon. Okay, so let's talk about these big I have a lot of stuff that we can talk about today. I'm going to start with oral because I feel like that is where I get the most questions depending on, you know, everything from taste to technique to toys to lube to different flavors to, you know, just anything. So let's start there. Let's start with oral. So first of all, of course, oral is not intercourse. It is a form of 
outer course, technically. However, that doesn't mean that it's STD or STI free. There should always be some type of protection and I feel like people kind of forget this a little bit because I do see more people tend to be buying like flavored lubricants or different flavored products without that barrier in between. So please don't forget that condoms, flavored condoms are always encouraged during oral sex because even though it's not a penetration does not mean that you are not at risk for sexually transmitted diseases. So before I kind of dive into different techniques and everything, of course flavored condoms would work great for men, but dental dams or finger dams or anything like that are preferred for women. And we do sell a few of them at Lover's Lane, but I'm going to be honest, they're, they're a little harder to find than a flavored lubricant and a condom. So I came across this amazing little tip and trick on how to make one out of a regular condom. So you know a condom is all rolled up, it's real small in its packaging. Leave it like that and kind of unroll just the very tip of it. You're going to cut the tip off with a pair of scissors and cut sideways. So if it's like a tube now because the tip's cut off, you're going to take one edge and just cut that edge off and now you're going to unroll it and it's going to look like a square and then you can just trim the band off if you'd like and now it's going to be a dental dam. It's going to be a thin stretchy piece obviously of latex or a non-latex condom and you can add different flavored lubricants or if you bought a flavored condom then you wouldn't have to. So I thought that was a nice little trick. So yeah like I mentioned oral is a form of outer course which outer course was a term that was developed not too long ago and it kind of helped people differentiate between intercourse and all the other things that you guys can do to be enjoyed without penetration. But outer course isn't exactly foreplay. Now they can be interchangeable terms, but foreplay almost is suggestive that intercourse is to follow, but outer course can be your final stretch. Like I talked about a lot in the last episode with bondage and kink, all BDSM activities do not, well not all, but most of them don't use penetration or if you're trying to stay away from penetrative sex, maybe because you have just vaginal discomfort or you're on your menstrual cycle or maybe you're just more likely to orgasm from clitoral stimulation. Outer course actually prolongs sex if your partner struggles in maintaining an erection or if you're orgasming too quickly during intercourse. A lot of women as well, they suffer from endometriosis. I know multiple of my friends that have endometriosis and it's very painful for them. Or if you have scarring, fibroids, or trauma, I mean, all of these things can go into just painful intercourse. So having this option of outer course and being able to reach orgasm through no penetration is not only an option for a lot of people, but it's necessary. I think outer course as well is a great, great alternative to having sex for all those couples that ask me, let's just do something different. It's always the same routine. Well, engage with getting each other off without actually penetrating each other. That could be a fun night on its own or a fun couple of weeks or whatever. All you need is love, All right, so let's get into some of these oral sex tips. So like I've mentioned previously on different episodes of the podcast, and I will go ahead and throw it in this one as well, number one step in any sex act is, of course, consent, but also effective communication. And that is true for oral, for penis owners receiving oral, and for vulva owners receiving oral as well. Giving your partner feedback or encouragement or telling them what is or is not pleasurable is going to enhance your time together. 
So my number one golden rule of of any technique that I could give you guys is enthusiasm. If you are going down on someone and you are not excited, enthusiastic about it, then you're already kind of slacking, I think, because they can tell in your attitude if, you know, you're doing something that it would be pleasurable for you to perform on them. So other than your enthusiasm, of course, it's your attitude and your confidence. So if that means you putting on a sexy piece of lingerie, if that means you putting on an oversized t-shirt and getting comfy and putting your hair up, it really doesn't matter because trust me, that confidence and enthusiasm is what's really going to make it an awesome experience for your partner. So if you are performing oral on a vulva owner, keep in mind how complex the nerve endings on a vagina as a whole is. And some people are more sensitive to biting or licking or sucking on the clitoris than others. The same can be said for penis owners as well, but the clitoris has double the amount of nerve endings that a penis does, so it's always worth mentioning. But be sure to tease in the beginning. I think teasing is what makes it a little bit more fun in the beginning. It makes your desire grow for your partner, and it's just really hot. So gentle licks on the clitoris until things get heated up a little bit. You can use your fingers during oral as well. I don't think that I've ever performed oral on anybody without my hands, and that's not out of laziness that's out of stimulation. You want to make your partner feel as best as they can. But it's also kind of like nice to tease in between like when things kind of get heated up and maybe you need a break, you need to breathe a little bit to stop and to continue playing with them with your hands all while like talking to them and communicating and getting that feedback and conversation about what is pleasurable. If you are performing oral on a penis owner, keep in mind that they have really sensitive spots as well. It's a little different than a clitoris, of course, but a penis has a lot of sensitive areas. Of course, the head of it is going to have a little bit more nerve endings than the rest of the shaft, but the area that has the most nerve endings and that is the most sensitive is called the frenulum and that is on the underside of the penis where the head is connected to the shaft that small piece of skin there and i can only imagine how great oral feels for men of course because that's where your tongue is you're constantly unless you're in a different position going to be rubbing the frenulum so taking a break and taking your breather break and talking to them, maybe looking deep in their eyes and saying something sexy or asking if they like that and using your thumb and kind of rubbing back and forth on the frenulum is a great oral tip that I have. Another thing too, when performing oral on a penis owner, keep in mind the testicles. So I wouldn't like reach for the testicles right as they're going to come. I feel like I would want to ease my way into that area instead of at the most sensitive time for them. So when you start giving them oral, maybe move your hands on the shaft and then after they're accustomed to that, you can kind of move your hands a little bit more south and massage the testicle area for men. And one thing that is really great for guys is obviously their ejaculate comes from their testicles. So when they communicate with you that they're going to come, if you hold on to their testicles and almost pull them away from their body, now their fluid has a little bit more space to travel, so it actually is going to elongate their orgasm. There's also like ball stretcher toys 
that will do the same thing if you don't want to use your hands. I mean, it might sound a little bit silly for some people, but I really think that practicing on a toy or a dildo is really helpful because you don't have like the stage fright of giving oral to your partner. And I kind of think it's hot if you were to use that toy during outer course and maybe during mutual masturbation or something like that and start performing oral sex on that toy. I'm thinking maybe like a dildo style with a suction cup at the end and then your partner can kind of watch what you're doing and that could be really erotic for them. And then you have more saliva in your mouth, your partner is getting more erect, you're showing them exactly what's going to happen, and then maybe you could take that toy and suction cup it to a shower, a bath, or a wall, or something like that. And then when you give your partner oral, now you could maybe back up to the toy and get stimulation as well. A lot of customers ask me about like throat numbing spray or anything like a gel that helps like numb the back of their throat because they think that deep throating is like the biggest end goal that's that's what they're trying to do and they're hurting themselves all the while because their throat just doesn't work like that. Well, there are some tips and tricks I could give you to help you deep throat that doesn't necessarily need the the numbing spray. You almost have to hum with your mouth open and it opens your throat a little bit more and really you just have to practice that with fingers or a toy until you're comfortable having something in the back of your throat and you don't gag on it. Some men prefer like a gagging reaction because when your throat is closing because you're trying to expel what's back there, it's tightening on the head of them. So that is what's really stimulating for them for deep throat. And some guys that do not like deep throating at all. Because the head is the most sensitive, it doesn't necessarily need the entire shaft in a mouth to get really good stimulation. Everyone is different and it's good to have these conversations before you're engaging together. But regardless of your gender, if you are a penis owner or a vulva owner, ejaculate and juices, discharge, anything like that, they all have a taste and a flavor. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit because there really are some things you can eat and some like lifestyle changes that you can do to change the flavor of yourself and to have a sweeter taste <laughs> and that it could be a really great surprise for your partner as well if they're a little bit more reluctant to perform oral. So first of all, I don't know exactly why we are conditioned to believe that a vagina or a penis should smell and taste like nothing because we're humans and we have scent glands, we have pores, we, our bodies breathe and perfume and deodorant companies actually benefit from that when you're smelling like flowers on a day you ate an onion. You know, it's, it's just a little, it doesn't match. We have these odors to recognize if there's an issue or an infection or something like that. So keep in mind with your body, if there is a really pungent odor or something like that, that there really could be a deeper like underlying issue and to always ask your doctor. So anyway, if you want to naturally enhance the smell, the taste, the flavor of yourself, which who doesn't want that? The number one thing to do is to drink 
a lot of water. If your body is dehydrated, you notice that in your skin, you notice it in your energy, and you also notice it during sex or outer course. And then I've been seeing this TikTok craze of a juice to drink for women that is supposed to make them taste a lot sweeter and keep more juices flowing. So I kind of just jumped on the audio and saw how many people were saying that this really works before they played with their partner. And I'm just going to describe it for you guys. They use about a cup, a cup and a half of a cranberry juice and then they roll a lime onto the counter and cut it up and then squeeze it into that cranberry juice. They use a little bit of honey and some apple cider vinegar on ice and they say it works amazing. So I tried it and I gotta be honest with you, I think it works too. However, (laughs) I didn't drink cranberry juice like the sugary kind. I drank the real kind, like the thick red cranberry juice, the organic section that was, you know, like $7 a bottle. And I added just a half a teaspoon of Truvia, which is a natural sugar. And I did two teaspoons of honey and one teaspoon of apple cider vinegar. And I noticed that my natural lubrication was more abundant. And I usually think that my own smell is like a kind of like a sweet tart. It's a weird comparison, but that's what I I smell. And I actually thought it was a little bit sweeter. So it's worth trying. For men, there are a lot of different things that penis owners can do as well to change the taste of semen. Semen actually has a really highly acidic like scale. It's usually like between 7.2 and 8.2. And I don't know too much about the basic acidic pH balance, I guess. I just know that high alkaline water is like in the 8 to 9s. So I know that it is acidic. So I thought that maybe like a basic food would kind of cut that taste so it's not like so tart or sour. But it turns out that a lot of meat, dairy, and then some like really, you know, things that we would already assume like onions and garlic is what's going to make it really like sour. But what's going to make it bitter is actually your alcohol intake, tobacco, coffee, and other drugs. So staying away from those things is going to make your taste a lot more sweet and actually give you more juices. So I looked into a few different foods that are supposed to give you that really good flavor and they are, of course, I knew it was pineapple, but that's really the only one that I hear about. But pineapple was one of those listed as well as papaya, cinnamon, turmeric, ginger, and citrus. So I feel like the citrus, the ginger, the pineapple, of course, they are really acidic, but the way that the citrus enzyme is kind of works with your body to make it not so like bitter or sour. I was reading a few other studies and articles as well about people that tried these foods and saw if there was any difference and all of them said that there absolutely was. I've noticed it in my own personal life that there absolutely was a difference but the thing is with those foods you almost have to eat an abundance of them to get it to be really sweet. So I encourage you if you're trying to do something like that just do it for like a week and see the difference. You could also know like communicate with your partner say we're going to have one night of really amazing oral or something like that and drink like a fruit smoothie cocktail in the morning or or maybe two hours or so before you guys are together. That citrus and that ginger with a little papaya, that should do the trick. In those studies too, I was also reading that it was different for like ejaculate to come 
and kind of to stay in the body. So like if your partner is ejaculating into your mouth, then the flavor is different than if they were to come on somewhere or on the body on your hand, anything like that, and then you lick it or like consume it after it hits the air, that the flavor almost gets more sour when it hits the air, which is so strange, but just know that it can be affected. And the smell of semen is actually supposed to be like really bleach-like because of its really high alkaline content. I didn't read any studies about what it would smell like after you changed your diet to make yourself sweeter. So if anybody does, let me know. But I did come across that the consistency changes. It is not such like a stringy ejaculate. It becomes more clear or jelly-like and the color can change from yellowish to a really like cloudy or clear white. So if you were ever concerned with the smell or taste of yourself, I hope that helped a little bit. And you know what? Of course, there are flavored lubricants to help with the flavor or taste or just experience of having oral sex. Some of my favorite ones that we have are the Intimate Earth. I specifically love the Nectarine. The Salted Caramel is really good, although it's very sweet. And the Cheeky Apple is really popular. I also really like the Fresh Strawberry because this is like a clean, real strawberry. It doesn't have like a silly, like sugary strawberry flavor and it doesn't leave like a residue in your mouth like you would think a lubricant would. There's also the Wicked brand ones, which are really, really popular. We sell a little set for like $9.95 that comes with little samples of all the different flavors. That's really cool because they mix really well together, but we do also sell the full-size bottles. And then we carry aphrodisiac oils, which are another great thing to play with for outer course and oral. These are great on like the neck, the inner thighs, the nipples. You can use them almost like a lip balm or a lip gloss because they work with any kind of like kissing, biting, blowing, licking, anything fun like that, any kind of heat or friction they'll warm up with. And of course, they have a really good flavor. All right, guys. So I, I hope that that was helpful learning about, you know, just a little bit of oral, some things you can do besides actual intercourse. So I'm going to kind of switch gears here and talk about outer course. And if you've listened to the foreplay 101 episode about all the different things that foreplay can mean or if you've listened to the kink and bdsm basics episode then you would know that there's a lot more that goes into like any sexual act if you are into that and outer course is a really similar conversation it's not like penis and vagina sex it's not penetrative it's focusing like connecting and connecting with your partner it is bonding with them kind of unselfishly it's the need to please them and the want to please them and mutually doing that out of intimacy it's what intercourse should be but sometimes gets lost in translation when you know you've just been together for maybe a really long time or you're just really comfortable with each other outer course is a great way to bring back the passion in your romantic life so of course outer course can look like you know nipple play or bondage or oral or mutual masturbation which is each partner masturbating while watching each other or talking to each other. It could also mean like phone sex or sexting but it could also be just something as simple as like a really 
like passionate kissing or dry humping or something like that. So I guess this is the part of the episode where I'll ask you all to do something a little different and challenge yourself with your partner the next time that you guys are together and give Outer Course a try or let me know if any of the oral tips certainly helped you guys or if there's anything else that you want to know about. My ears are open. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram and Twitter handle is the same on both. It's at ll podcast underscore or of course you can reach out to me directly my email is Haley. that's h-a-l-e-y at loverslane.com next week is going to be a little bit of a following conversation from this one except for instead of discussing what your ejaculate is we are going to discuss how and why you should communicate that with your partner so stay tuned for next monday happy november you guys get in the voting booths tomorrow and i will talk to you next week at lovers lane i know the more that you know the better it gets see you next monday Stay together